I'm so proud of my run as Miss Money in the Bank. I think that is the time that really my character blossomed and I was able to show what I can do and talk on the microphone and all of that. And I think um, I, I wouldn't have changed a thing about that. But I don't know. These girls aren't learning, you know, and also Charlotte Flair's not learning. How many times has she got cashed in on now? She needs to watch her back that girl. Hey there, everyone. Rick Uccino here again for Sports Keto Wrestling. And my guest at this time, you know her, you love her. She is the two-time Money in the Bank winner, former SmackDown Women's Champion, the most beautiful woman in all of WWE. And Friday night, she'll be in Miami at Rolling Loud, which means I messed up by going to the show in Cleveland. Uh, Carmella joins me now. How are you doing? I'm great. That was a fabulous introduction. So thank you for that. I, I, I do my humble best. Um, <laughs> you have a match with Bianca the, uh, Friday night in Miami, as I said, but you're coming off your match last week. And that was uh, a match that uh, I know you told uh, Ryan Satin that you really, uh, really wanted. You wanted that championship matchup uh, with Bianca Belair. Did that match uh, live up to your expectations? I thought you guys delivered. What did you guys think about it? I mean, I really put it all out there, and I had a lot of fun in that match up until the end when she cheated and used her braid. Um, but you know, all I ever want, all I ever need in my career is an opportunity to show what I can do. And you know, unfortunately, what happened to Bailey? You know, she got hurt and she's injured, and I wish her the best, speedy recovery. Um, but I stepped up and I did what I had to do, and I think I delivered. But now I get another opportunity tomorrow night at Rolling Loud, which is another first for WWE to be collaborating with this major rap festival. Like, this is huge. Post Malone, uh, Travis Scott, Megan Thee Stallion, who's like my favorite. So <laughs> the fact that even WWE is involved in this, it's just, it's a testament to how huge WWE actually is. And I'm really excited for the opportunity tomorrow. Yeah. Uh very unique venue uh, for a uh, a championship opportunity. Obviously, this is uh, you know something that draws you know millions of fans. But you know, this is I'm kind of curious. Do you think there's any kind of uh, is there any added pressure or any nervousness? Because you're used to performing in in front of large audiences, but I'm willing to bet that there is a large portion of this audience that has never seen a professional wrestling match. So I mean, this is a big chance to not only bring in new fans for wrestling for WWE, but for Carmel for uh, excuse me, Carmella as well. Well, that's what I'm super excited about. I'm excited. I thrive off that. I can't wait to show people like you should be watching this. You should be a Carmella fan. You should be, you know, a fan of WWE. So um, I love the challenge and I love the pressure and I'm really excited to deliver. What was it? Uh, what was it like when you first got told that you guys were going to be having this match at, at Rolling Loud? And you know what? Have they told you the logistics about how this is how this is going to work? They're just going to set up a ring in the middle of a, a hip hop festival. You know what? I'm going to show up. I'm going to look beautiful <laughs> and I am going to do my match. That's what I'm going to do. I have no idea what to expect. I really don't. I know they're expecting over 80,000 people there, which is huge. Um, and I'm sure there will be members of the WWE universe there. But like you said, it's an opportunity for people to see what we do. And I think it's really, really freaking cool that I get to be part of this opportunity and hopefully get some more eyes on what, what it is that, you know, the WWE is all about. Yeah, and that's that's going to be the largest crowd that uh, you've wrestled in front of in in quite some time, uh, WrestleMania included. Uh, last week's crowd Friday uh, in Houston was absolutely nuts. Uh, you know, just my goodness, like I I I, think, I, I know it. I thank the Thunderdome for all of its service, but my goodness, did we miss live crowds? You know, 
but before that night, you got a big match, you know, with with Bianca. What was that mood like, uh, you know, backstage? Was it uh, nervousness? Was it excitement? Was it all of the above, knowing that you were wrestling in front of people instead of TV screens? You know what? It felt like a WrestleMania. Backstage, everyone was buzzing. It was just this feel and this vibe. And I remember the first, I think there was a match going on before the show actually started. And I heard the crowd rumbling and it was just like, whoa, like what? Like, yes, we had fans at WrestleMania, but A, it was a stadium. It was outside. So it's not quite the same effect if you're inside and hearing, you know, the, the crowd rumbling. So to hear that, it was just like, oh my gosh, I miss this. And to just like hear, like be out there my music hit and hear the crowd, like they hated me and I loved it. And it was just like, <laughs> oh, I miss this so much. There's nothing like the energy from the live crowd. Were there any uh, surprises, whether it be a fan reaction that you got personally or that you heard that uh, that you weren't uh, you weren't really expecting? No, I'm used to the WWE universe hating me until the end when they kind of get close to me like, oh, my God, I love you. Oh, my God. And I'm like, ew. <laughs> but it's, it's awesome. I mean, there is nothing like that, that live feel. And um, I'm excited to see what happens tomorrow with this audience. I can't wait. Yes, yeah, so uh, a big crowd, a big fight feel. Again, you are uh, another shot here at Bianca Belair and the the SmackDown Women's Championship. You know, it's kind of hard to to believe SummerSlam 2018. That was the that was the last time you have held gold in WWE outside of the 24/7 Championship, respect due to the 24/7 title. Um, but I mean, your last singles Women's Championship. It's hard to believe that it's, we're we're coming up on three years on that already. Do you feel like your time is coming again soon? 100%, 100%. And I feel like it's, it's different now. You know, Carmella has evolved. I've grown, I've changed. And, you know, back then, I don't think people were giving me the credit that I thought I deserved. I felt like I was busting my butt and really proved what I could do. Um, and now it's three years have gone by. My character's evolved. And, you know, I hear some people upset that my character's changed or different. But if I'm the same character I was in 2018, like how boring would that be? We have to grow. We have to change. We have to evolve. And I feel like I am so ready to hold that title again for no other reason other than to prove to myself, like, yes, I am champion. I need to prove to the fans. I need to prove to anyone. I know the hard work I've put in. I know what I'm capable of. I know what I can do. And I would love to be champion again. I really would. You know, it's so interesting to hear you say that or appropriate shit because like I, I talked to Nikki A.S.H. just last week, right ahead for Money in the Bank. And we yes. talked about that similar things like there are people who are, you know, upset that she's not that, you know, crazy sanity Nikki that she was in NXT. But it's like, come on, guys, like you, there's only so long you can keep doing something. Imagine if I was doing the same thing I did when I first debuted on SmackDown in 2016. That would be so boring. And I feel um, fortunate and lucky enough to be able to show different sides of my character. You know, I had my run as Miss Money in the Bank, and then I was champion, and then I was with our truth. And then, you know, I took some a little bit of time away and I came back. I had Reginald with me for a little bit, and now I'm doing my thing now. And I just think it's important to show different sides of us us. Cause I mean that's humans in general we are sure. all different we're all growing we're all evolving and if you're the same person as you were five years ago well then maybe you need to do some self-reflection <laughs> and really like get get outside the box and like really get out of your comfort zone because you need to challenge yourself and that's what i feel like i'm doing with my carmela character uh so you missed out on the uh the money in the bank ladder match uh this year we'll we'll get into that in a second but uh you know i did bring up nikki ash she won the money in the bank contract 
cashed it in the very next night. She's the fourth woman in a row now to have that briefcase for less than a day. Was your experience carrying that thing around that bad that no one else wants to hang on to it or what? <laughs> Listen, I take pride in carrying that thing around for 287 days. And I had to carry that thing through airports, rental car shuttles, like that thing had been through hell and back with me. So, um, and I'm so proud of my run as Miss Money in the Bank. I think that is the time that really my character blossomed and I was able to show what I can do and talk on the microphone and all of that. And I think um, I, I wouldn't have changed a thing about that. But I don't know, these girls aren't learning, you know? And also Charlotte Flair's not learning. How many times has she got cashed in on now? She needs to watch her back, that girl. Three, three. <laughs> it seems she like every time- She didn't learn her lesson the first yeah. two times. Well, I mean, in her defense, too, I mean, you know, there's there's always a little bit of an assist. You know, this time it was Rhea. Well, Last time, you know, it was the I Iconics mean. with you, you know. So, I mean. But, again, you got to keep your, your head on a swivel there. Yeah, um, so, obviously, you got to bypass the, the briefcase this year, go straight to a championship opportunity. Last year, you have another one, again, Friday night uh, in Miami. But are you a little disappointed you didn't get to participate in the Money in the Bank ladder match this year? I, to me, the Money in the Bank pay-per-view is my favorite pay-per-view of the year. That's where Carmella thrives. You know, Mella is money. She was the first Miss Money in the Bank and the second. Uh, so it was very weird to be watching it from my couch. <laughs> very <laughs> weird. Although it was nice to have a little glass of wine. So like that was, that made it a little bit better. But, um, you know, it, it was definitely weird. It was the first time not being a part of the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. The first one, I won the briefcase. The second one, I had my championship match against Asuka. The following year, I was in the ladder match. Last year, I got to do the ladder match at headquarters, which was yeah. wild and insane. Um, so it was very weird not to be a part of it. But, you know, it is what it is. And I tried my best last week. It did not work. But hopefully tomorrow I can... Dive into that uh, that headquarters uh, match there for me, and, and and just kind of what was that craziness you were talking about? Because I mean, I we all heard the rumors of how insane that filming schedule was. Just can, can you tell me a little bit about your experience? I mean, there? It, and it was just insane. It was just crazy. I mean, watching it at home, like it. I think. Uh, I mean, I'm very proud of that match. You know, to be able to come together during this craziness of this pandemic, and to know that WWE, no matter what, we always push through. We always do what we can to make sure we give the fans the best possible experience. And you know, it was different. And I think different is good sometimes. It's good to switch things up. It's good to try new things. And that's what we did with that ladder match. And I mean, it's entertaining to watch. And it was just really cool. And there's probably not going to be another one, at least anytime soon. Um, so who okay. knows the next time something like that will happen um, as far as, you know, the fight through the headquarters goes. But I mean, you know, Oscar's jumping off balconies. I put a um, Dana Brooks head through a, a picture. Like, I mean, come on. It was just really. I mean, really Baron cool. Corbin uh, committed double attempted murder. I mean, you know. <laughs> there, there... <laughs> I didn't see that part. Oh, and he chucked two dudes off the roof. <laughs> oh, oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, but that's WWE. It's just really cool to see the cinematic uh, vibe that they put out there. And um, it was really cool to be a part of it. Uh, obviously, you're not getting to be in, in Money in the Bank. Had a lot to do with Bailey. You uh, brought that up. Uh, someone that you have a lot of history with. Um, her injury, extremely devastating. You talked about it for, for heartbreaking for her and so many fans that, you know, week out from fans coming back, she's not going to uh, be here. And I'm, I'm sure that had a, a wide ranging effect on, on future plans and everything. One thing I've always wondered though, has there ever been any discussion about a Bay Mella reunion? Because, you know, she's, when she split from Sasha last year, I couldn't help but look at you two and go, 
that would be a great addition to the tag team division, especially a heel version of Baymella. You know, you never say never. Uh, you know, when we did team together for one match. I think it was on Christmas or Christmas Eve or something this past year. And that was really cool. Um, but, you know, we both are doing our thing. You know, she's really doing like honing into her new character. And I had just come back and, um, you know, never say never. There's always an opportunity in the future. And I think it'd be really cool to partner together. And it's funny that people still after all these years, we've never been on TV together on, you know, Raw or SmackDown as people know of us as like friends but the people from nxt know and if you're like a true og fan you know bay Mello was real and we're still the best of friends you know today and it's just really cool um to see both of our journeys and our careers and to know like people still like you know about bay Mello. like that to me blows my mind like people bring up when we used to periscope this is before instagram was even a thing before instagram live was a thing and people will come up at signing sometimes and be like oh my gosh i remember watching you and bailey on periscope and it's just so funny that people remember that uh, exciting times uh, when you look at the landscape of the SmackDown Women's Division right now. Tegan Knox, Shotzi Blackheart, they made their debut a couple of weeks ago. Tony Storm is set to make her debut this week. We're hearing rumors of some other women that could be making their way over to the blue brand. Maybe some surprise returns here on the horizon. Uh, your thoughts on all the, the shuffling going on on the SmackDown Women's roster right now? It's really cool. You know, I was just thinking earlier, I don't know if we've had a proper, you know, draft or people getting called up since 2016 the original draft when they did the brand split um you know there's been a few people that have trickled in here and there on both sides but to have you know this new crop come up it's really cool and i think it's exciting it's great for the division good new fresh matchups it's a fresh cone of paint for the characters that are already established here on smackdown and it's it's a, an opportunity to have new storylines and um i'm really excited i never get upset with more people coming in i think the more the merrier the better and i think it's great for uh you know new opportunities for everyone is there of the of the three that we know have moved over officially is there somebody that you're looking forward to getting in the ring with maybe more than the others oh i want to get in the ring with tony storm i mean i've been seeing her wear some leopard print i'm like oh, oh girl that's mine <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you brought up the the draft that we have, like you said, since the brand split since 2016, we've we've had drafts, we've had shakeups, but it's never been like this this full massive. Uh, right, 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 right. Um, you know, one thing that I have noticed, you haven't moved. You have been on SmackDown since 2016. I'm the only one. I know. I, I with the draft rumored to be this fall, is this the year? Is, is Carmella finally going to go to Raw? Do you want to be drafted to Raw? I mean, it could be. Sometimes I feel like I kind of have done everything I could do on SmackDown. That's why I do get excited when new girls come up. Because it's like, okay, opportunity for fresh matchups and fresh stories. Because I don't ever want to get to a point where it's like, okay, we've seen this a million times. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, so if it happens, if this is the year, cool. If not, then maybe I'll just bleed blue forever. I have no <laughs> idea. But no matter what, SmackDown will have such a place in my heart. Because I this is, this is Carmella. Carmella is SmackDown. All right, this has been a, a lot of fun. I want to close it out with uh, with a couple of fun ones. Uh, more than a couple. This is the uh, SK six pack. Are you ready for this? Um, I think so. All right, let's let's just dive right into it. When can we expect the next impression video? And is there a specific promo <laughs> or moment that you have been dying to recreate? Listen, that was Carmela bored in quarantine. <laughs> I I was 
had needed some creativity, but I, I won't say never. You know, I have been thinking about doing a rock impression, and I just really have to get, you know, wait for my Botox to wear off a little bit so I can do my eyebrow. <laughs> uh, what is the uh, one movie, if it's on TV, you always end up watching it? Step Brothers. All right. Very good. Yeah, you're a big Will Ferrell guy, right? Huge. Yeah, you're, you're huge into Will Ferrell. Yes. yes. Uh, best episode of Bear With Us that if uh, people need, need to check out if they haven't already. Um, I don't know the exact name of the episode, but the episode where I apparently I gave advice for someone, they were asking like, you know, how do I pick someone up? Like, what is a good pickup line? And I decided to come out with like, maybe if you just say, Hey, you look bored. Can I chat you up? <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was a good pickup line. And you know, Corey still gives me so much crap to this day over that, that I thought that that, I don't know. I don't know how to pick people up. I don't know. That, that's better than anything I came up with ever in my entire life. My oh, wife's Lord. boss, my <laughs> wife's boss had to hook us up. So, you know, it's, it is what it is. Sometimes you just need help. All right. You just need a helping hand. That's all you need. Uh, a few different sites in just the past few hours have reported the possibility of a queen of the ring tournament going down this year. Your reaction if, and when that gets announced. Oh, that would be awesome. And it's long overdue. Wholeheartedly agree. Uh, favorite James Ellsworth memory. Um, if you have that's one, a great question. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I'm sure there's some. <laughs> All right, we'll just breeze right past on that one. Now, finally, if you could uh, meet one person in the world who you haven't yet, who would it be? Cher. All I right. love Cher. I'm a huge Cher fan. And let me go back to that memory. Probably, you know, when he pass me the briefcase like there we on. go that's when i won money in the bank so absolutely there you go carmelo this has been an absolute blast again uh friday you're uh, at rolling loud in miami you got that shot i get bianca belair one more time uh good luck good luck moving forward and i look forward to chatting with you again thank you